Hey everybody, if you want to get notified when we have a new Mindset Digital Podcast available, just text the word MSD Pod to 555-888. That's MSD Pod to 555-888. And we'll send you a text message whenever a new episode comes out. Text message and data rates may apply. Welcome to the Mindset Digital Podcast with insight and analysis from the intersection of social media, learning, and technology. Today, Mike the Toolman Taylor returns to the show to talk with Pete about the state of learning and development in corporate America, the tactics L&D should steal for marketing, and to share a whole host of tools that help L&D professionals create highly visual presentations quickly and more easily than ever before. Here's our creative director, Pete Brown. Hello again, everybody. I'm glad to have Mike Taylor back on the show today. Mike never ceases to amaze me with the various tools that he finds that help people do their jobs in a much better, much more visual way. And we had a good conversation today about where L&D has been traditionally and where it can go without as much effort as you think it would take. He's been giving a talk on what learning and development should steal from marketing for some time now, and we sort of walked through the highlights of that and talked about some specific tools which will help you do your job better, faster, and a little bit easier. Let's get to it. Good times. Hey, Mike Taylor. Good to see you. Always a good time to see you, Pete. I know, and you just uh, you came back from a conference. Where were you? Yeah, it was online. Okay. So uh, eLearning Guild did a uh, what they call a summit, which is a two-day event. So four speakers each day, and it was all about what uh, learning and training folks can steal from our marketing friends. Right, and that is um, a talk you've been giving for for a while now. Is that yeah, right? absolutely, absolutely. It's uh, it's I think it's super relevant and uh, seems to be a, a good amount of interest. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make some generalizations about L&D departments, particularly in big companies, and you tell me if they're still accurate or if it's, it's changing at all. Right? No, this, small, this could be fun. That's right. Because so, <laughs> so, I've been in a lot of small companies where it's a little different, but in big companies, uh, it's always a very small department, sometimes just a couple of people. Typically, often one, sometimes even. Yeah, and if you look at the amount of courses they produce, with that, you'd be surprised, but you just don't realize it's a very small department. Absolutely. Uh, number two, it is traditionally underfunded. Yes. Right? These are the, the absolute hackers of, <laughs> of the company trying to figure out how to do this. Yep. Stuff. And uh, the third one would be, and, and I think this is still true, uh, when companies are cutting back and shrinking, they put L&D at the top of that list, which is really counterintuitive, right? Because that's yeah. the time you should really train your people up to get more out of them. Absolutely. Yeah. So, Absolutely. I think you're three for three on, on accuracy. So uh, so lots of challenges. And, and now I would say with more challenges on our attention, training has to compete in almost yeah. an entertainment sort of way, right? Absolutely. Right. The key is to not say, take this training because I sent you an email saying it's mandatory. It's take this training because it's pretty cool. And your coworker just took it and said, hey, check that out. And I, I think not only beyond beyond just the, the cool part like yeah. there's got to be some value there yeah 
And uh, we had a really good conversation that, that wrapped up the, the second of the two days. Um, just all about, you know, what can we do to, to A, gain their attention and B, give them value, you know, in, in an efficient way. Right. So get in, get out and get on your way. Right, right. Uh, and if you think about it, those two things are really the primary goals of marketing, which is get people's attention and give them some sort of value. So, yeah, absolutely. So tell me about a couple of tools here. Now we, with the, with these challenges we've outlined, you're underfunded, you're small staffed. How are you going to get people interested in your training? What are some things they can borrow? Well, you know, the, the first one we talked about was Canva. Okay. So, you know, we talk putting things in the context of we need to use visuals, right? So we've all probably seen the very bad walls of text that, you know, put you to sleep really fast. So replacing those walls of text with visuals, animations, that sort of stuff, uh, photographs of people, people's faces and that sort of stuff to tap into emotional uh, reactions as opposed to facts and figures, which doesn't really work. Right. Um, So Canva is a free online tool. Yeah. Tons and tons of, of, of templates that are really, really nice looking, right. professional looking. Right. So I can go in, for instance, there are slide templates and there are flyer templates and newsletter templates. And I don't have to work my way up the steep learning curve of Photoshop sure. that I can generate something really quickly and it looks very well professionally it's, done. It's pretty much drag and drop. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. I can put my own photos in there. If I, if I want to use my own, I can use theirs. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, I'm, it, every time I see stuff it produces, I'm impressed, uh, even being an old Photoshop guy myself. And I've noticed, like, even when we have our interns creating social media content, yeah. we have them use Canva. Because, Perfect for you know, that. And it's super easy for them to do. And the other thing, too, is is even if you're not going to build it in Canva, it can inform what you're doing elsewhere. Sure. So you can get great ideas for layouts and right. fonts and styles. Right. And so it's sort of a, a, a double win in that yeah. sense. Okay, and that's at Canva.com, I believe. Canva.com, and they even recently added if you design something in Canva, they can print it and ship it to you. Wow, that's awesome. So a really nice nice thing that they've added. Yeah, very cool. So uh, I, w- I would think anyone in L&D would want to look into this if, they are, if they're not a creative suite traditionalist, but they need some really cool-looking visuals. It's yeah, a, it's and, a and to your point of no budget, it, it's free and it's online, so you don't have to navigate IT approvals typically and that sort of right, stuff. So it right. uh, should be pretty low risk. Yeah, very good. Okay, next tool. Um, next tool, sort of similar to uh, Canva, is Adobe Spark. Okay. So it will also do some images, yeah. but it has the additional functionality of being able to do some sort of explainer-type videos. Okay. Uh, so I'm getting some motion animation, that sort of stuff in yeah. there, drag-and-drop stuff, much like Canva. Yeah. Uh, it's free. It's online. Yeah. A lot of the same benefits are, that are Canva the templates has. templates like Canva? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So you can add your own recording. Right. Um Title slides, all that kind of stuff, and it's a video format. Yeah, it's kind of like a, an entry level, nonlinear video editor. Kind absolutely, of absolutely, yeah. and, it, and it has you know some similarities, some basics. It's not going to be Adobe Premiere or right. anywhere near that, right. but it's going to get you up and running quickly. That's right, and I, I've seen Brievel used it for a couple of things. I'm like, how do you do this? And she said, it's in Spark. So right, and she probably did it in an hour or yeah. two. Yeah, yeah, very good. Okay, and then last tool. The last one, you know, we did. Uh, a little bit of talking about thinking in terms of campaigns, sure. Uh, which marketers are great at. Right. A lot of training folks. You know, you get the annual compliance training. Yep. You take your you take your medicine, and yep. you don't see it again until That's next right. year. Right. So uh, that one and done approach is not really very effective. Yeah. 
So one of the things that we use and we use it here, and I've used it for tons of projects in the past, is uh, an email marketing tool called MailChimp. Sure. So lots of nice things about that is a it manages the subscribe and unsubscribe mm-hmm. uh, administration yeah, without nice. you having that you can do it yourself. Yeah. Uh, and then you can also do autoresponders. Mm-hmm. So if you've ever been online and seen email courses, right? That's an autoresponder via an email marketing tool. I got you. So you you click and say, I want to do this, and then it's delivering content to you based on. That's right. Right? Is That's that- right. So, so for instance, I actually built one for my talk. Okay. So I said, here, if you'd like to get all the key points, subscribe mm-hmm. to my email course. Sure. Now I can set up that cadence if I want it once a day for five days. Yeah, right. Once a Plan week for three weeks. So you can control that yeah. cadence. Yeah. And this really, uh, when I was talking about generalizations with l and I think this is probably the fourth one that I didn't mention, which is the need to really sell yourself. Absolutely. Right? And, and to stay top of mind in the learner's minds, right? Make them feel like learning is just part of their job instead of this random thing that comes at them. Well, absolutely. And we, we had a, actually a very interesting conversation about branding. Mm-hmm. And my key point to that conversation was we all have brands. Right whether you realize it or not. So right. you should make yourself a positive sought after brand. Right. As opposed to, oh my gosh, here comes the compliance course. I'm not going to survive. Right. That's right. And I know we do a lot of work here trying to figure out how, how do we bridge from, from taking the course to, to performance or, right. or even just from in, in our non-mandatory courses, getting people to start and, and finish them all. Right. And right. I think email campaigns, text message campaigns, all those things are really, uh, they should become table stakes in l and I think. You shouldn't design a program without an advocacy campaign with it. Absolutely. And I think you have to think of it, you know, really in this campaign mindset of it's not just a course yeah. and checking boxes. It's really what's the experience like? You know, I think marketers use customer journey mm-hmm. sort of That's thing. Exactly right, yeah. So what kind of touches do you have? What are your call to yeah. actions? You know, really a whole lot of marketing things that apply to us. Yeah. Do you think that we could get MailChimp to sponsor our podcast? Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> yeah, awesome. Canva could sponsor at any of those we would take. Okay, so I'm going to throw a curveball at you. All Actually, right. what I'm going to do is I'm making a tool recommendation, but it's a tool I learned because I subscribed to your newsletter. Yeah. Uh, which it just started recently, right? And yeah. You, you've always had your website, but yep. it seems like two months ago or so. Uh, and you, what, what do you use for that newsletter? So it's a tool that I that I came up, well, I didn't come up with it. I, I stumbled across it called Refind. Yeah. And the way that that works is it looks at the things that you tweet. Yeah. So it connects to Twitter, yeah. maybe a couple other platforms, and then it will pull those items into a newsletter yeah. automatically. Yeah. It's, a, it's fantastic too because, right, like I, I, I'm on Twitter a lot, but I will certainly miss things that you've tweeted or I won't, won't remember to go to my taylor.org yep right but once a week when i get that newsletter i feel like i'm seeing the best of the best yeah absolutely and so that's sort of a another thing that marketers do that that we didn't touch upon is is they're really good at working smarter instead of harder and so automated things like that yep you know i'm not totally automating in the sense that it's just going to be a bunch of junk so i'm touching it and i'm I'm, they're putting some degree of approval or curation on it right but I'm not manually copying and pasting and building yeah. all this stuff. That's right. Because who has four hours? That's really what it Absolutely. Takes to build a custom newsletter, get it all programmed in and ready to go. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So there was a tool in there 
uh, that I, I tried out and I loved it. It was called Trianglify. Yes. That's awesome. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so it basically, it, it, it's a website that lets you make these sort of dodecahedral backgrounds. Right. Yeah. But you get to play with the parameters, so the triangle size and the colors. And uh, even if you don't want to make a cool background, check it out. You'll lose 10 minutes just playing with it like I did. Just like, this is so cool. Yeah, yeah, that's one of my favorites uh, that I've come across recently. Yeah. And I think that was just a computer science student who was like, this is a cool thing. I'll put it out there. Yeah, absolutely. And they give you color palettes and everything. It's really, and that's, that's another case of, you know, I can get some really pro looking stuff and not have to invest six months learning Photoshop. Yep. Yep. Okay. So uh, those are some good tools. I know on uh, mike-taylor.org, there was uh, a lot of assets from this, this talk that you gave, right? Absolutely. Uh, the talk was uh, a few things L and D should steal from marketing. That's right. We talked about the lizard brain and, and how, uh, logical thoughts is not re- what really controls people's behavior. Right. Uh, so slides, handouts, links to to all of these tools are there. Yeah, sure. We'll and we'll put that link in our show notes. Uh, anything else that we should we should bring up? No, just uh, you know the go out, try some new stuff, experiment, um, and you know training folks. I would just encourage try to look at things with a new lens and, and think of campaigns and adopt some marketing. Right. Right. Concepts, Yeah, because there was a time when the reason we have sort of bad PowerPoint training is because that's what you had time to do. Right? Yeah. And you didn't have skill set to make it super visual. But the tool sets have come along so far. You know, I, I just produced a video like last week based on a template. And I was like, I, I'm going to be out of work in two years. <laughs> <laughs> well, you probably won't be. Yeah, right. But really, there, there's no excuse for people to put out stuff that doesn't look good. That's right. Right. Like if you just invest a small amount of time, there's so many resources and so many people with good examples, you know, big borrow and steal, you you know, not steal in a bad way and put your name on it, but take the ideas and apply them. And and there's an endless supply of uh, inspiration out there. That's right. So take that step, think visually, use the tools that are out there to make it easier on you. Uh, And and really that's helped kind of turn that bad reputation that corporate training has around into, into something that uh, people will value learning as part of their job. Absolutely. So, all right, Mike. Well, thanks for stopping in today. That was a, a lot of tools in a short amount of time, but I feel like this is going to be a popular episode. Absolutely. Always good times, yeah. Pete. I always look forward to the Taylor bump in our downloads. <laughs> all right. Take care. Thanks. Okay, once again, my thanks to Mike Taylor for joining us on the show. This is the 27th episode of the Mindset Digital Podcast. If you've been listening for a while, why not head over to iTunes and leave us a positive review? That would be awesome. I'd also like to note that all 27 episodes of the Mindset Digital Podcast have been co-produced by Jessica James. JJ's done everything from booking guests on the show, being on the show, editing, and managing how this podcast gets out into the world. But I'm sorry to say she's leaving us for some new and exciting challenges in her life. Great news for her. Uh, We're happy for her, but certainly sad for our own loss. So I just want to say, JJ, thank you for your work on the podcast. You were one of the first people when I said, how do we do a podcast? We figured it out together. And I think I speak for everyone here at Mindset Digital when I say, you are dead to us now. 100% dead. 
All right, I'm just kidding there. I hope you know I was just kidding. That might be one of those jokes I make where people don't know if I'm joking or not, and so they kind of nervously chuckle. Thank you for the work that you've done here. Thank you for the work you've done on the podcast. And we all wish you good luck, Godspeed, and good times in your new endeavors. We all know you're a huge Game of Thrones fan, so one last time for you. Shame. 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 Thanks, JJ. Brielle, take us home. This episode of the Mindset Digital Podcast was produced by Pete Brown and Jessica James and featured Mike Taylor and me, Brielle Schultz. If you like this show, please let us know by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or reach out directly at podcast at mindsetdigital.com. To receive a text message every time we put out a new episode, text MSDPOD to 555-888 and we'll add you to the list. Some music in today's episode came from the website audionautics.com and is licensed under Creative Commons 3.0. Sound effects were sourced from freesound.org. We'll be back soon with another episode. Until then, good times, everyone.